Greetings, Dr. Beckett. Welcome to the Quantum Leap Podcast. Theorizing that one could time travel within his own lifetime, Dr. Sam Beckett stepped into the Quantum Leap Accelerator and vanished. He awoke to find himself trapped in the past, facing mirror images that were not his own, and driven by an unknown force to change history for the better. His only guide on this journey is Al, an observer from his own time, who appears in the form of a hologram that only Sam can see and hear. And so Dr. Beckett finds himself leaping from life to life, striving to put right what once went wrong, and hoping each time that his next leap will be the leap home. So we're just going to wing this one, guys. All right. Everybody ready to go? Don't we always? Yeah, that's the way, it, that's the, way the magic happens, right? <sighs> yeah. So, all right. Uh, sausage so. is made. <laughs> what? What? That? Welcome to the Quantum Leap Podcast, everyone. <laughs> I'm Christopher DeFilippis. I'm Alison Pregler. And I'm Matt Dale. And you are listening to a very special extra episode that we are just putting together on the fly. I don't know if you guys have heard this, but it's official. We finally have confirmation. Quantum Leap is being rebooted. Rebooted or Whoa. sequel or... We've been waiting for this day. Oh, We've been man. waiting. What I say, I say it's, it's a matter of when, not if. Yeah. It's going to happen. Uh, so... I, uh, of course, got the news as I was leaving for a trip. <laughs> Otherwise, we were we would have recorded this last week. Of course, I was away somewhere. I didn't have any of my equipment, anything. I wanted to, to do this so badly. So if you're listening um, in real time, we're sorry that we're a little late in uh, discussing this latest development, probably the biggest bombshell since Allison's discovery of the lost ending. But um, if you're listening in the future on the feed – you're not going to notice the, the lag. So good on you. Anyway, um, because of the time sensitive nature of this, you guys might notice we're a little bit more quick and dirty than we usually are. I'm not going to edit this at all. Yeah. I'm just going to sync the tracks, make sure that everything is lined up pretty good. And I'm going to put it out so that uh, you guys uh, can get it right in your ear holes as quickly as possible. So, so no swearing. Um, uh, no swearing. Let's We're try to be throwing in a bunch swe of swearing. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, mm, off, Chris. What the <laughs> flip is going on with this reboot? <laughs> so yes, it is official. According to Deadline, NBC has given a pilot order to a reboot of the beloved 1990s sci-fi series. Um, now you guys got to help me with this because. They're saying that it's written and executive produced by La Brea co-showrunners Stephen Lillian and Brian Windebrandt and executive produced by Blind Spot creator Martin Garrow. And, uh, of course, Don and Deborah are also involved. Do you guys know any of these shows? <laughs> I, what's no. La Brea? No, <laughs> no. Um, I did before. see that the um, the co showrunners uh, they previously made the dramedy God Friended Me, 
which is not one that I've seen, but I have seen ads for it. And I remember it feeling quantum leapy to me. Ooh. So if that's any indication, I, I have no idea how good the show was, but, you know, I'm hoping that that's a good indication. Yeah, um, I... I, I I recall seeing commercials for God friended me and somehow like either dead or end was, was, was sectioned off in the logo. So I felt like maybe it was like, like the end of loss where they're all dead at the end of God friended me. I don't know, but uh, I've never seen oh. the show. I've yeah, heard I about know. it. I thought maybe there was a little tricky stuff going on there right in the logo, but uh, Hey, I could be completely wrong. These guys, uh, Lillian and Winbrandt, also did Alcatraz, which was a pretty big Fox show, was it not? I think that I think one I've was. heard of, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, here, here's where um, we get kind of lost. And uh, me personally, I, I don't watch a lot of current TV. So <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. Current yeah, all good. Right. The fact that we don't really know these is probably a good sign. Because that means they probably are genuinely good. And um, yeah. If, yeah, if no, Alison I mean, and I watched them, then the producers would be terrible people. the way that i'm I'm going into this is like i go into any sort of thing there's some people that are just like against reboots in general um Mm -hmm. i'd really rather just see what happens i can't really uh, see you're not editing that's when all the the sirens are gonna go off in the background (laughs) that's good see now everybody's gonna know how much work i put in to make it sound so good so yeah but um yeah so uh basically it's good until it's not, you know, like, I, yeah. I don't really want to go in with any, like, stinky thoughts about it, because I, I generally, I genuinely don't know mm. much about these show creators. I'm hoping that it's going to be good, and I think the fact that uh, Deborah and Don are involved is a good sign as well. Yeah, I think Deborah and Don have to be involved, even if it's a name only, because I'm sure that they are part owners of the rights. So sure. anything that goes yeah. through is probably going to have to involve them in some capacity. But uh, especially Deborah being involved gives me some kind of um, hope mm. that this is going to at least have some some of their fingerprints on it. Because Don is busy. Don is off doing you know 17 more NCIS shows, and <laughs> who knows what else he's got cooking. And um, Deborah has been sort of carrying the torch and the flame and the passion of Quantum Leap um, very vocally throughout yeah. the, the 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 hiatus years, the the lean years, and I think that she is just as thrilled as we are as fans. Mm. Because she's as much of a fan as we are. Sure, she's of, been pushing uh, yeah. for it forever. Yeah, um, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be her time child. Uh, what was it? Her Sammy Joe. Her her Sammy <laughs> Joe story. Yeah, um, I, I don't think it'll be anything um, specifically tied to a lot of continuity from the original show. I I, I don't I, think like I think Sammy Joe is too much of a deep cut for the audience that they're wanting to reach out to. It, it well, will cut what? off a lot of the, the, the casual audience out there and the, the people that have general fond memories from their childhood. And let's face it, the people that have never seen Quantum Leap before and are just watching this because of any hype surrounding it. They they need to keep it open. 
Um, oh, for for sure. They yeah. do need to reach as broad of an audience possible. And they gave us as broad of a definition as possible. If you guys want to read the synopsis, it says the follow-up series is set in present time. It's been 30 years since Dr. Sam Beckett stepped into the Quantum Leap Accelerator and vanished. Now a new team has been assembled to restart the project in the hopes of understanding the mysteries behind the machine and the man who created it. So... I'm picturing in my mind some some sort of a like Project Quantum Leap since Sam basically disappeared is just more abundant now. It's it's you have this parallel hybrid computer sitting in in the middle of a mountain that maybe has shut down and there are people coming in now to try to see like what 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 happened here? Yeah. What's going on with Sam? And uh I, I hate to invoke later Star Wars, but it's like R2 being shut down for the majority of the first movie. And then all of a sudden he has a map. Um, I don't want that, <laughs> but I can you see nerd. sort of that. <laughs> but they, they can, the, the new audience can discover all this stuff through these characters that don't have all the nerdy detail that we do. So that, that would be a really good way of, um, yeah, of, of walking new viewers through this, uh, through their eyes. Sort of reminds yeah. me of the, when, when Doctor Who came back, the, the second time in 2005 and that first episode was almost entirely from Billy Piper's point of view because you tell it from the doctor's point of view you need the fans to understand all the background but um telling it from an outsider's point of view means yeah it's it's so much more accessible so yeah i've it's i've got some interesting hopes. it's kind of interesting you know we just rewatched the pilot uh, mm. for the podcast and uh the role in that for for um introducing the audience to the concept was sam mm. because he just didn't remember anything so you were kind of learning it through his eyes um so it's going to be kind of interesting how they handle it this time around um them saying um that it's a a sequel slash reboot i've i've seen like several different wordings of it yeah. i mm-hmm. feel like it's going to be mostly in the reboot territory with maybe some nods i feel like they're trying they're going to do kind of in between which maybe would be how i would handle it if if i was personally in charge of it so I, but i i don't know yeah i, I don't feel like it's going to be completely a, a sequel though I, I, I don't see a difference between a continuation and a reboot in any event. Um, I mean, I guess if because... they're restarting it, it's it's a sequel in that way, but mm, I think yeah. it is but a, a sequel fresh start. Can, it, it's still a fresh start for like a new Leaper or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's funny, Deborah, Deborah uh, tweeted about it when the news finally broke. She wrote, QL is coming back. I feel excited about this evolution. She calls it an evolution and she writes, trust me, this is only the beginning. Thank you all of you fans and friends who never stopped hoping and believing. So um, she's thanking all of us. But evolution, I think, is a pretty good word because what you have there is saying that it's not going to forget about what came before, but it's going to build upon what came Mm. before or sort of transcend what came before. So I, I just can't imagine Don and Deborah being involved um, without there being some kind of nod yeah. to Sam Beckett and the sure. work oh, that yeah. he did, it's, you know, you know, and it's even right there in the in the in in the synopsis. So yeah. that right there seems like a continuation to me. A new team is restarting the project in hopes of understanding Sam's work. Sure. So, yeah, I mean that uh, you call it a reboot because it's going to be new characters. It has to be. Yeah, yeah. but it's well, still, I mean, I, I just yeah. don't think it's going to be a lot of like. 
we're just on the tail of Sam and we missed him. You know, that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. I don't think it's going to be that kind of sequel. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't see that either. And I, I, I hmm. We we were getting into this, uh, and we had to stop because last weekend we were having a, a thread on Messenger <laughs> where we were discussing what we think it will be, what I think it will be, how how could it work, and <laughs> we're just like, no, no, let's save it, let's save it for the show, let's save it for the mic. But I was under the impression that if Deborah was going to be involved in any way, that Sammy Joe would play some kind of part. Now, do you guys have to refresh my memory? <laughs> Matt, you might know this. What year was Sammy Joe born? 67? 66? 68? Was it only six? Okay, so, I thought it was even earlier. Like, I'm thinking Sammy Joe could be um, older than Sam, theoretically, oh, yeah, depending on when she was born, you know? Well, not um, really, because he would be leaping within his lifetime, but... Yeah, if they, no, she would if be they about 10, 13 years younger, something like that. Like she, she would have been. Yeah, but com- compared to Sam when he was actually leaping, if if they brought Sammy Joe back to the to be the leaper and it was set in the present day, she'd be in her oh, mid fifties. Yeah. If yeah, they said it in the near future, age. she'd be in her sixties. It it doesn't yeah, seem so- plausible that they'd have her as the leaper. I, I Maybe don't still think at the that project they would either. Yeah, she could be I, like the uh, the hologram, I suppose, if they wanted yeah. uh, Sammy she Joe could to be, be involved. She could be the observer. Sure, sure. I was thinking that, but I was also thinking that you would need a Beckett or a Calavici to do the <sighs> leaping because of the genetic link that Sam and Ziggy and Al had to make the whole thing is work. The, anyway, is that, the genetic that, link part of the the show or the books though? They did they actually yeah, say there was what, a genetic in link that's, in the show? That's, just that's, the books. that's all. Just the books. It's all magnifuzzle yeah. to me. Like I just to me take it for granted that there's a genetic link. Therefore, you're going to have to have some kind of family member. And Matt, I know you took special um, umbrage <laughs> with my. <laughs> no, it... <laughs> but I'm thinking like like a grandson or something. Like maybe yeah. Sammy Joe's kid or maybe one of Beth's daughters. I, I, well, I was I... bouncing this around with um, a, a British writer producer friend of mine who because uh, he, he was saying yeah if, if i was in charge of this i i would definitely bring back sammy joe and i was like why why does it have to be sammy joe and he <laughs> he was he was saying as i say he's, he's british as well but from his perspective and he's quite right this is a it's a very american thing and obviously this being an american show you know this obviously is maybe what we can expect but to a brit we just don't get this obsession with why do sequels and reboots and everything always have to be sons and daughters? And why this no, need the, for a family you know, link? No, that's just, you don't that's see. Just... <laughs> you don't see that in British shows, but that does come up. I'm I'm fairly sure that comes up a lot in American stuff, except Star it's... Trek. Picard was definitely not Kirk's grandson, um, but <laughs> that you know of. <laughs> yeah, well, see, the thing for me is Kirk got like, about wh- as possible. Wh- the thing with the Sammy Joe thing, uh, we talked about it in trilogy. Mm. I'm not the biggest fan of Sammy Joe yeah. as a character, but I think if that was the direction they wanted to go in, I'd be like willing to be won over because mm. we genuinely, I don't know who Sammy Joe is. We don't know who she is exactly. because there's all this lore around her. She's a little girl. She, yeah, we knew her as a little girl. We never knew her as an adult. I, this character is fully like undeveloped, yeah. um, which I guess would be good for a show if you wanted to kind of develop her as a person. She does have an interesting backstory, but trilogy is very messy. There's yeah. also that. Um, in, yeah. in, in general, I just – I'm not a fan of kid of the main character plots because this happens in a lot of sequels and mm. reboots, like you said, Matt, and um, – 
a lot of the time it just feels very unearned. It just feels yeah. like you like them because they're the kid of the main character. Yeah. Sometimes it'll be kind of a wink, like they're just like their parent. And you don't want to see a copy of the parent. You want to see the parent. Like, you're, I, I, yeah. like make this their own person. And uh, I just, it can be very annoying. The moment they they try and create leads that are carbon copies of Sam and Al, it's it's going to fail. They are going to have to be yeah. so different, otherwise, that it's going to it's going to be compared anyway. But um, yeah, it, well, it's sort of, Sammy sort of... Joe is also very much kind of a copy of Sam in what we do know about her yes. because she's a genius. She's yeah. into Brigadoon. We know she's into musicals. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like there, there is that kind of fanficy quality to it which uh in the hands of the right people can still be fine but i would rather they not try to just do the same thing yeah. I, I was thinking about um there was that uh pilot that they tried to make in the early 2000s mm. there was a script for it and uh it <sighs> they tried to get around the fact that dennis wolfberg wasn't around anymore and kind of have a gushy equivalent but they had like a character named Guppy who was kind yes. of like a copy, oh. and it was like, "Why are we doing this, though? <laughs> if, you, if you're going to do it, just do your own thing." And I think that's with this reboot, I would like it to be more of its own thing, with nods to the the previous show. And they had, if I remember rightly, that <laughs> that pilot script has Sammy Joe in it, but the wrong age, and that's just not yeah. explained. It's just, oh, we've got to have Sammy Joe in it, but we want her to be a, a late teenager, early twenties. So yeah. Let's just go with it. Why? Why, not just it? Why, why do they have to be young leapers? You want like a wide yeah. spectrum of things they can leap yes. into, right? In decades. Yeah. Even but with Sam, he, like he was, the character was older than Scott Bakula, if you do yeah. the math with the future stuff. So hmm. I don't know. I wonder if that's going to play into it. I mean, logically, that's good from a storytelling point of view, but it's not good if you're um, the usual breed of television executives saying we have to have the sexy girl, we have to have the hunky guy. You know um, what I would really love for them to do yeah. is they're leaping in Sam's lifetime. Yeah. If they're using his project, then they can have a very wide spectrum, but not like so crazy that they're going to like, you know, Roman, yeah. ancient Rome or something. Mm. Um, so you have that, but you can be a little more flexible. So you can have like, I don't want them to be like super young, sexy model, because I think that's going into like the mm. CW territory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. you know, it would be nice if you had someone who was a little more spry, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, think of like um, a good uh, – always comes back to Star Trek. Perfect Leaper would be like an Ansem Mount. Like like mm. someone that's still like super hunky, sexy, will draw yeah, the eye. Yeah, someone with like a good but, vintage but to them, can but tell they can like, still yeah, do like, stuff. He's a little craggy. He's a little – you know, yeah. he's got a little bit of miles on him. <laughs> we don't want a teenager. I don't want someone in their 20s. Yeah. Like someone who seems like they have some life experience, please. Exactly. That's that's really what it comes down to is is the life experience thing because even as a character, Sam being a genius, you gotta think that he was so isolated throughout a lot of his life because he was so unique mm. and he was always doing things that were not like normal things. And it, it struck me as so weird when we got to the leap back and he's on the high school basketball team of mm. all things. So, so they're making him like this aw shucks farm boy, which is great because that shows you where his moral compass comes from. But at, at the same time, 
it's like, how realistic is that? He's got the brain that you, that comes well, along once in a generation. He could possibly have done all the things that he did. He was like yeah. in he was in college when he was sixteen and MIT. Right, but he was also playing all, basketball yeah. when he was sixteen. Yeah, I, I I just so it's like he went right from that game to MIT, I guess. And yeah. then Carnegie Hall have to, to play the piano. Come up with or, some something yeah. similar for the new show because that. That was all a requirement of the fact that he's going from one life to the next and he's got to display all these skills. So sure. everything he does, either him or Al, have to have been, right. oh yeah, I remember but when I was 20 and I was an orphan and I was playing th- th- They don't baseball. necessarily have to be a genius to have the no. Sam role, though, because but, he created the time machine, so I mean, he has to kind of be a genius for that. But I mean, it just has to be someone who's really quick on their toes. Yeah. And you can have yeah. the whoever the hologram is fill in the blanks because that's kind of what Al was doing anyway. Yeah. So and that's I, where I, I was mind, going with that. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't mind it, if it was someone who was who was not a genius. You know, someone right. Who was well, a not bit, a genius, or even even if they're a little younger, you're going to need another character to balance out though. with the life experience. Yeah. Right. So that's where the hologram could come in, and that's where I think if you're going to stick Sammy Joe in here, just because. Uh, you want some kind of callback to the original series. I love how we can call it TOS now, Quantum Leap TOS. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> if you want some kind of link that the fans will glom onto that doesn't hurt or that you don't necessarily need to know her backstory for her to become a character. You just need to know what you said, Alice, and what we all know and almost the only thing we know. Sammy Joe now works at the project. We have no other idea who she is, how she is, what she does. She just is there. So it just makes sense in universe since she's connected to Sam in such an intimate way to introduce her in some capacity. Even if she's part of the committee, she could be like the next Weitzman. You know, she Mm. could be if they bring back that conceit from the first season. Like she's like the champion to bring this project back. Yeah, maybe something like that. And. All right, we got it. We got to dance around. Um, we, I, I shouldn't say it that way. We've been dancing around the elephant in the room, and um, it's the fact that as of now, Scott has not been um, attached to reply. I'm sorry, Scott has. This is why we have editing. Scott is has <laughs> not uh, been attached to the project to reprise his role or to produce as of that deadline article that um, I read, uh, what, 10 days ago, maybe maybe more. Yeah. Of course, they're going to get Scott back, even if it's just like as a cameo in the pilot. Or <laughs> what if he's like, like, a, he's like, a, uh, like a hologram, like, but not like an owl hologram, like a Princess Leia hologram, like, hi, I'm <laughs> Dr. Sam Beckett. <laughs> Looks like you stepped into my project. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. It'd be like that episode of DS9 where they have Ducat like on a pre-made video responding to every single contingency that you might think of when something goes wrong at the station. <laughs> he just walk in and Ziggy has them all like she can just load them up when everybody when whenever somebody asks a question or something. But I, I I would think of it this way that part of the series is going to be its own mythology and part of it's going to be the hunt for Sam. And I think that they're going to brush up against Sam as a leaper somewhere either in in the past or the future or however they decide to set the parameters of leaping in this series because i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna call this now and years later if this show gets picked up i'm gonna be vindicated so if they ever bring sam back in like a cameo sense they're gonna leap into that bar and they're gonna find him there and he's gonna do like a little toast (gasps) okay the, the strappa 
Ah, and that's then what's gonna out. happen. Yeah, <laughs> and they're gonna be as confused, but we all know. Yeah, we're gonna be like, you guys know what we felt now, and then they're gonna be like, the new leaper never left home either. <laughs> you'd yeah. be like well new fans <laughs> looks like you're in the same position looks like you're in the same boat what uh, i would freaking hate though and uh, i'll go on if they retcon it that sam actually does come home then yeah. oh bleepity bleep 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 you but you know i don't I, I, there's not a great way to go about this to be honest i i don't think anything is really ideal because i i think it's just extremely sad the way they ended things with him and al and like I, mm. I think no matter which way you slice it, he never left home or he left home and then Al's not around anymore. I don't know. It it just feels like it feels sad to me. Yeah. Well, they see now these no this is all fan like fangasm stuff, but I could see this um in light of the fact that Dean is gone. They're going to in universe, of course Al is gone. So wouldn't it be apropos for them to find sam in their search visiting al's grave at some point like i would yeah, but see that's that sad. that's sad mm. yeah. i know it's sad that but it's something that we would want to see yeah <laughs> yeah well i was gonna die anyway i mean they're gonna yeah, I die guess that's inevitable but you know when time, you live in know? fanfic land nothing never happens you don't know he came back immediately afterward they lied you know, I I don't think that this is going to happen, um, but I, w- I would think it'd be cool if like Sam was the hologram this time around. That'd be kind of no, 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 because that means he comes home. No. Yeah. Um, no. This, as far as like Scott Bakula being attached or not attached, this is so early. They're like <laughs> writing a script. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows how the plot synopsis will change? Who knows if this will even get picked up? Maybe exactly. they won't even make a pilot. They're, I mean, I guess they, they ordered a pilot, but they could read the script and be like, yeah, pass. So, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you this. I, I think they're going to make the pilot and I'll tell you why. Because networks used to invest tons and tons of money in pilot season and even when pilots didn't get picked up they could use them as tv movies or movies of the week because that used to be like the model of programming sure i think that we are now um sort of in that position again um because instead of the three big networks you have like the five big streamers and everybody's Mm -hmm. trying to get their piece of the pie um right and peacock's got that uh got that star trek stuff Keeping right. exactly. them afloat. Yeah, no, wait, no, P- that's, that's have, Paramount. Yeah, that's, that's Paramount. Is, yeah. yeah. Peacock's so, got saved by the bell. Never mind. Well, Peacock's got saved by the bell. Which I love. <laughs> As reboots go, but, that shows Peacock is the place to be. But, <laughs> but think I'm of it serious. this way. I know you are. We know what yeah. your son's name is. We get it, yeah. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but... Disney has now taken all Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars properties, and you can only get them on Disney Plus mm-hmm. unless they had some kind of pre-existing contract with Amazon that hasn't expired yet. Paramount has just started pulling Star Trek mm-hmm. all the major streaming platforms as the contracts expire and consolidating consolidating them in Paramount Plus. So you have to go there to get your Star Trek fix. NBC has got Bubkiss. They have the below decks saved by the bell i have peacock peacock sucks because it doesn't have quantum leap they are looking for they're they're putting quantum leap on peacock it was on nbc site for free and they um it's got to be down because they're putting it onto peacock yeah i look but in case anyone listening is wondering you can watch it through roku so just letting Uh, you know okay 
All right. But I have Peacock and I've been looking every week since they took it off of the streaming on the on, on the NBC site to see, did it finally premiere? Did it finally premiere? Or are they going to try to make it an event to coincide with the release of, of, of the pilot? That's why I think that even if they don't go to series with this, they're going to at least air the pilot on Peacock to get those Quantum Leap fans in and that they're putting money in this. And it's one of the few IPOs they have that has a legacy audience. We're going to see at least one season. I mean, we have to because you're talking about probably, what, 10 or 13 episodes because that's the model these days. And they're hyping it up already. So I, I, I can't yeah, imagine I, I that it won't go serious. Are they hyping yeah. it up, though? Haven't they just made in, one in my very, heart. very <laughs> short press release and the fans, we're hyping I mean, in my heart, Matt, so it's hyped. We- <laughs> Yeah. I've seen things with pilots that had a, a huge fan base that didn't make it for whatever reason, because sometimes you're kind of at the mercy of whatever network decides what mm-hmm. they want. Um, most famously, I think the Tremors pilot mm-hmm. uh, didn't end up even getting released, uh, even though they had a trailer for it. And people were super disappointed. Um and that has a huge fan base, but uh, I think you're right. I think they probably will have at least one season. I hope more. I mean, well, that depends on how it goes. Maybe if it stinks, it'd be like, boo, canceled. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I mean, I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it goes. And like, uh, I want to approach it with an open mind and uh, yeah, just kind of interesting times we're in right now. Great time to be a Quantum Leap fan. Yes. Um, I love seeing all of the people saying they're watching it for the first time yeah. because they, they saw the announcement and they're like, well, I better check it out. Yeah, I haven't seen that, but I haven't seen any real fan reaction. Um, I try to stay away from that stuff because you inevitably get um, negative backlash and you get the fan halls saying it's not going to be Quantum Leap or you know it's going to be too woke or it's going to be this or it's going to be that because Hollywood has The too woke thing is ridiculous. This happens with any reboot regardless but like if for Quantum Leap like what show are you watching if you think like oh it's going to be too woke. (laughs) Yeah and uh, yeah you know the one thing that I I my biggest reservation is not about wokeness because Quantum Leap was the original woke show. I mean, it, it set the stage for woke mm-hmm. programming. Um, I think that um, I wrote this many, many moons ago when Bold Leap Forward was uh, being bandied about the internet that I didn't think that the TV uh, landscape was was an especially good place for Quantum Leap at that time because it was like the height of like the BSG reboot yeah. and people like the like yeah. dark and gritty and complicated and I thought that any Quantum Leap reboot at that point in time would inevitably involve Sam or whatever Leaper having to make uh, like uh, Sophie's Choice hmm. like like sacrificing the good of one person to ensure the good of another person or picking from the lesser of two evils because it, it why could you just have like a good feel good sometimes show. though they'd have like a dark past as well and all kinds yeah, of yeah the whole the gritty thing yeah. that, that's something i would really like to stay away from quantum leap yeah. because i think like it's it's such a hopeful show and it's yes. it's so refreshing that sam was such a not cynical character um, that he really believed in people and it was a show about making things better. Um, it started like sliding a bit when you get into the evil leaper stuff, although it's very interesting, but I wouldn't want the show to focus on that sort of thing. Um, and in that sort of vein, I mean, 
I really think like the show thrived on this heart and this humor and these these very intimate stories. And I would mm. hope that the new show, while they can do a lot more uh, with technology, with sets, with budget, all of this stuff, I don't want them to get too caught up in the the lore and the sci-fi mm. element of it. God, no. Hmm. I wonder if that's going to be too much of a temptation for them to not do it. I think that like, we're going to see. I would love definitely... to see a project that looks less uh, sad than a blue screen or a black <laughs> void. I would like to see a nice looking project <laughs> for sure. But, but let's um, see it for a few seconds here and there. Not. Yeah, I, think, I, I wouldn't I think mind like seeing get... some stuff there and maybe playing with the concept a little more than than they would have been comfortable with yeah. in the nineties. But uh, as far as like getting caught up in like the the whole the technology and the, the flashy stuff i just don't want it to get flashy this is a show and set think... in the past it should remain a show set in the past and no yeah. it's going to be set in present day so you're no, 30 I... years are you no, 30 you, years the, well, no they're going to be leaping the leaps presumably will be the focus what, what i mean is what we've talked about a lot with season five how it started to get more and more the, the setting started to be more and more that near future stuff as they built in more and more of that. Whereas if you look at the first few seasons, it it was all just in the time of the leap. They never we never saw the project, and that's what well, I mean about I'm... being set in the past. I know it's the the leaping is going to be in the present day, but let's not see the present see day any more than we have to. Let's see gotcha. the sixties, the seventies, the eighties, whatever. If they're gonna and I'm have, gonna say if they're gonna have present day project stuff, we better be seeing some gummy bear cubes, yep. some cutouts yes. in the collars, some, some LEDs. That's, if they that's what provide, I was wondering. If it turns yeah. into the like Kelvin timeline Star Trek lens flares, <laughs> we're gonna have some words. <laughs> I agree, and I'm thinking it's set in present day, but is it our present day or is it present day from that futuristic '90s? Oh, it's got to be kind of a, I, I an alternate it's, 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 present day. I huh? hope it's the alternate present day that builds upon that aesthetic. And I would bet money that we are going to get equal parts back at the project and yeah. wherever the leaper is. I think the project is going to take a more integral role in whatever series they have going yeah. forward because that's the sci-fi element that I think we all we all crave uh, as as geeks. There's also mm. the nostalgia element, though. Yeah. Expect to see lots of 80s. I, I do expect to see lots of 80s. Um, I'm not nostalgic for the 80s, especially. Uh, having lived through them, I hope there's not a lot of 80s, but... See, um, now you're in the position of the people when Quantum Leap uh, was uh, was first made, that um, they wanted to get the boomers in with the 50s nostalgia, mm, but it was actually yeah. more appealing to the younger people. So maybe this time around, it's going to be the people that like didn't necessarily live the 80s, but they're like, the 80s, the aesthetic... <laughs> yeah, I I think that that's like your generation, Alison. I think a, oh, there's yeah. a lot of yeah, there's a lot of hype about the '80s. I'm telling I spent you, they weren't that great. Twenty five days in the '80s. I'm nostalgic <laughs> as hell for it. <laughs> great days, great days. <laughs> but another thing. Now, this is complete fan theory, um, fanfic. Since Sam is basically a sleeper at this point, mm -hmm. and the project is based on his parameters. He doesn't have any more parameters. He can leap anywhere he wants to at any time. So by that virtue, does that make it that anybody that steps into the accelerator, since it's basically Sam is the default Oof. for the time travel programming, could go anywhere? I don't want that, 
but nah. I could see them fudging stuff I mean, because these of that. Parameters are just by the project, isn't it? Just supposed to be whatever time travel logic that it's the string theory that it's in his lifetime, right? But now I think that Sam has basically become eternal at this point. He could leap <laughs> okay. anytime, well, this anywhere. This is your own head This is you know, what you're yeah. I, I told you Chris this is just fan, fan fanfic. That's all. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense, but Sam I, is eternal. I hope not. <laughs> What'd you say, Allison? <laughs> What'd you say, fan- I, fantasy yeah. one? I mean, I think like it, it would be good to to keep a focus on the leaps, but I do want to see more of the project. I just don't want it to get too caught up in the uh. in the flashiness of it. I feel like it'll drift away from r- really the stuff that was appealing about the show in the first place. But I mean, yeah. who knows? Maybe if they're just doing their own thing with different kinds of focuses, maybe it'll be a different flavor that we enjoy in that way. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that anything that is respect respectfully grounded in what came before can be its own thing as long as it's not dismissing um, mm-hmm. what we know and love or um, disparaging what we know and love. As long as they can respectfully um, say that was there and that will always be there, then go off in whatever direction you want. You know, I mean, what's, what's um, the worst thing that could happen? The show is really terrible, but then you have more quantum leap stuff, and more people are checking out quantum leap. It's that, right. or you got nothing. So, right, yeah. and <laughs> and the show is really terrible. You never watch it again, but you can still watch Quantum Leap over and over and over. Yes. I, I never sure. understood people that get angry at sequels, like it erases what came before. Nah, you know, <laughs> yeah. but. I, I I do take heart. Um, Stephen Lillian, who was one of the showrunners, uh, I was looking at his Twitter feed before to see if I could stalk him to see if we could get him on the show. Um, <laughs> but he had tweeted very scantily about this. But one fan, I think it was Jennifer, it was the the woman who was in that big love show with Bill Pullman. Jennifer, she was a star of that show. Then she became like a writer producer. Um, but she said something like to the effect of um, Quantum Leap is like my favorite show of all time, please don't ruin it. And um, he's saying, uh, Stephen Lillian responds saying, it's my favorite show of all time too. It's in good hands. Hey! Yeah. So if you have someone we, coming at it, about? yeah, it's not just a gig to him unless he's just saying that on Twitter to say, yeah, I love it. <laughs> but like, it's not like Jade. I love the Quanti Leap show. It's my favorite. <laughs> but it's not like, it's not like what we all felt in Saul 09. Saul Beckett is my favorite yeah, exactly. character. <laughs> Saul. <laughs> but he, he follows up with a tweet Matt? saying, just to check, does anyone know, is it his mind or his body that leaps? Oh my God. Asking for a friend. You know, I'm going to call it now. I'm going to call it now. Someone's going to have some debate like that in the in the show. Like, they're going to be like, there was the Samuel yeah. Beckett and some people say his body leapt, but some say his mind leapt. Like, what was the deal there? Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, see that, and they can get all to that fan stuff. But Matt, do you I hope remember when- I, I hope that in the show, there is a conspiracy podcast about this disappearance of Samuel Beckett. Uh, and then it's a cameo by us doing the voices of the podcast (laughs) people and then we're like what happened here yes some people say it's this but some people say it's that and we're gonna get to the bottom of it you sons of bitches yeah oh my god if anyone's listening oh and i know the reboot people are get us in on this (laughs) we are poised also by my poised people (laughs) yeah by matt's book (laughs) and uh and find my book somewhere yeah yeah yeah. you're part of the og canon I guess so. They better be referencing your book in the show because it happened. At some point. Mm. It happened somewhere. According to Matt, it's canon. It's definitely canon. 
And so by that by that respect, then Sam and Al and Ziggy having a gen- genetic link is canon. So, Chris, don't get too but, excited though. I think that episode of uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" is canon. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. I've been oh, trying to find yeah. it online. It's oh, definitely, it definitely canon. Is. Definitely canon. That's what's going on with Sam these days. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it on Matt TV yeah. at some point. Um, but um, to get back to the point with Stephen Lillian, that gives me um, a lot of hope because I remember as a Star Trek fan seeing J.J. Abrams go on to like uh, The Tonight Show saying, well, I was more of a Star Wars guy, but I figured what the hell, I'll do Star Trek. And it's mm-hmm. just like, well, why are you doing it then? This is just so this is just a paycheck for you. Like what? Yeah. You have no love or respect or reverence for the property. And I'm not saying that's strictly necessary, but it's nice if you can ground um, like, like I said, a sequel in the 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 project that spawned it. Because yeah. where else? Where else does if you're going to disregard or say you don't really have a lot of use for um, this, and we're just going to go off and do our own thing, then then what's the point? Do, just make another show. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, okay. Like, and I get exactly what you're saying. And I agree. But I also, on the flip side, sometimes they try a bit too much to be yeah. just the same thing again. One hundred percent. Yeah, and, but I think also, like you're you're on the right track here. It's yeah. good that it's someone who uh, really loves the show and wants to do right by it. Right, and I don't want to see a bunch of like slavish fan service. That that is not what I'm interested <laughs> in, really. Um, so that you know, if if I came across sounding like that, no, not at all. But if there are touchstones in the series that harken back to the original. That's what I'm looking for. But if the evil leapers aren't in the pilot, I'm switching off straight away. What if Aaliyah was the new was the new hologram? She's reformed, right? And she's like got to do. She's she's got to. That's almost too obvious. Yeah, (laughs) she's like Sam did a favor for me. I'm gonna do a favor for Sam. That would be too much of a deep cut. If Sammy Joe is too much of a deep cut, that would be too much of a deep cut. But wouldn't it be interesting? It's so tough, though, to say what's a deep cut and what's not, because Quantum Leap did not exactly capture the cultural zeitgeist at any point during its during its run. I think it, it had its day of like popularity, but like, it had its own casual... convention. And I think a lot of well, shows didn't have their own the, conventions. The casual... All right. You ask anybody who Mr. Spock is and pretty much they'll they'll say Star Trek or know it's associated with Star Trek. You well, ask sure, anybody who Sam like Beckett the is, they'll be like, of all time. yeah. But they'll be like who? But that's what that's what I'm saying. Sam Beckett, the they'll be like oh, the the playwright. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. but I think I don't it think has the quantum leap has yeah fan base. Uh, I I think I think it does too. I just don't know, you know, that they can really play in tropes like the evil leaper in tropes like um like trilogy. I think it'll to, it'll to come up, but I don't yeah. know if it'll be connected to the stuff in the original show. I think they'll I, and play I know, with that yeah. concept more, but I don't think that. It's necessarily going to be tied into like, do you remember season three, episode 12 or, you know, like. Right. And that's that's what I'm afraid of, um, that th- I don't think that they could do that, though. The, the, the anthology nature of Quantum Leap really kind of um, makes it almost impossible to do that unless you get into a lot of the season five stuff. Mm. Yeah. So what, what, yeah. if, <laughs> what if the new Leaper leaps into Jimmy again? Like, again? <laughs> We're back oh, on Jimmy. shit. <laughs> right you see jimmy in the waiting room looking around going when am i gonna leave this fucking place <laughs> oh my god who, who who played jimmy again is it brad brad Silver? brad silverman silverman yeah oh he yeah. i bet he'd be pumped to play him again yeah he'd oh be brad, like bring yeah. me back as jimmy come yeah, on sure. 
I'd like to be He's ready. Sure. And uh, John D'Aquino. John D'Aquino is going to be the hologram. It's going to oh be. Oh my god! Uh, I would it's love be if Frank. John D'Aquino <laughs> had a bigger role. I would he be happy great. with that. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, so I think uh, we're we're uh, pretty much now just going off the rails. Not that we had okay, any rails I, on I this. I want to ask though: Do you guys have any like? dream fan casting like if you were going to choose like a hologram or a leaper or anything any ideas that appeal to you <sighs> honestly no I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it but if you're going to do like um wow wow if you're gonna do <laughs> now this is going to be silly you know who i think would make a great hologram hmm. uh, matt you got to tell me your name in real life donna noble Oh, Catherine Tate. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Catherine Tate. Oh, my God. Don't you think she would be amazing? <laughs> yeah. So maybe because she was my favorite companion, so I don't know. But I just, I think that she would, she, she would fit in pretty good. She'd be a lot of fun. She yeah. also, in real life, does not get any of the sci-fi stuff at all. So she'd be hilarious in interviews being like, I, I don't know. There's time travel. I don't. Uh, They'd be like, is it the body or is it the mind? Yeah. Like, I don't know. No one knows. <laughs> So, um, as far as a leaper, now I can't get Anson Mount out of my head. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. a self-fulfilling cool. prophecy. He's yeah, definitely but... got other obligations right now, but he'd be yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, for That's sure. A few for sure. So yeah. I know. He, he I know. He can, <laughs> probably not going to happen. Probably not yeah. going to happen. What, but what again, about we're you guys? talking fan casting. Just yeah. thinking about it, not necessarily. Yeah. This is going to happen. <laughs> How about you, Allison? Who, who do you have a fan cast? All right, leaper Richard Awadi. <laughs> He'd be amazing. Is. We keep no, bringing up British people. Him. He's because I think it would be such a different take, and I know he's a quantum leap super fan, so he'd like really get it. That'd right, be cool. Like, nah, Got to Google I, Richard, but he only plays one character. Him. <laughs> That's true. You don't really see him playing other people. No, I, but he I does don't sometimes. see that I character mean... doing the uh, I'm I'm gonna snog the girl of the week thing that <laughs> I just can be like hey why don't you just have a hug <laughs> I can't I can't find anybody on this Richard A. Wadi yeah a- yeah yeah W-A-D-I? good luck spelling his name <laughs> A-Y-O-A-D-E he, he was no. the he was on the IT oh. crowd um he was um oh there okay came up in He's dark place uh, he, he was so very, good in the funny. IT crowd he was the only one they brought over for the failed oh, yeah, US I've pilots never, <laughs> I've so never seen him in anything but yeah, mm. he's great. Um, he, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think that would be a different kind of take. I he's think very, it would even be a when he shows up as himself in things, he is the same character. <laughs> I feel like it would be kind of a missed opportunity if the Leaper was another, like, just white guy. Yeah, no, you're probably right there. Um, or at least some, maybe one of them being a person of color. I'm thinking like Donald Glover as the observer. How's mm. that? Yeah, he's fun. Right. Oh, see, you guys always well, come up with It doesn't necessarily such... even have to be like a person of color. It could be a lady, or it could be a lady of color, or it could be you know. I just yeah. think like yeah, yeah, just yeah, doing yeah. the the standard, yeah, generic Understood. white guy, you know. Yeah, 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 yep. So, how about you, Matt? Any? Uh... I no, this is the thing. I I'm so bad at this kind of thing. I can never. And then they'll announce the casting. I'm, oh yeah, of course that's obvious. But no, when it every time. There's a show or a film that I love um, that that comes back or does a sequel. I can never, it, I I just can't go there. I'm so bad at that. Okay, who don't you want to see? And number one for me, no <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh no! <laughs> Why do we keep going to British people? <laughs> it's a yeah. very British version of Quantum Leap. 
Should, should we just assume uh, no British Leaper or Leapy or, or Hologram? Get the Brits out. Yeah. Get the Brits out, of course. But I'm fine yeah, with I'm, that. And then there goes my Donna Noble. Oh, well. Mm. Yeah, t- she would be really good. Get Fran Drescher. She could dress just yeah. as fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> I, you're you're oh, a huge no, Manny fan. Oh, no, you leapt into 1953. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just on the on the Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> thing, who else British shows up in everything? David Tennant and Olivia Colman. <laughs> oh no, don't say um, who British shows up in everything. James Corden. Yes, Keep James, James Corden, Corden oh, out no. of our quantum leap. Keep you know him what? out. I'm, I'm, James I'm, Corden uh, could be gushy. And no Matt Lucas. No Matt Lucas. <laughs> no Chris Pratt, <laughs> please. Mm, well, please, yeah. he's ruined enough. <laughs> he can't take everything from us. Oh, oh, you know who could John be? Barrowman? I don't know. I haven't. John Barrowman? No, not now. No, not now John this, this could no. be this could be because I'm doing a Farscape rewatch. But Ben Browder, either is the Leaper mm. or the Hologram. Oh, the, the, he was the guy who was the lead on Farscape. Yeah, Crichton. No, yeah, Ben Browder. No, <laughs> love him. <I> love him. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's been too tainted by Stargate Farscape edition. I can't. Uh, yeah, I have to watch that. I'm going to watch that after I'm done with the Farscape rewatch. <laughs> It's it's yeah, interesting anyway. thing all seeing thinking of of all the different ways they could go with this. That's what's exciting about this because yes, Quantum yeah. Leap is a world that you can really play with. You can insert different types of characters and scenarios and repiece it together into something interesting. Yeah. Now I'm going to blow your mind. What if they have multiple leapers out looking yes. for Sam? So you have like teams, <sighs> different teams that they follow throughout the season. I, then then I feel like it turns well. into Team Knight Rider kind of situation. Where you have like the elite team that's got to go out and do the. <laughs> We're on the mission. <laughs> oh, what was that show a few years back about a team of time travelers? I marathoned it last year and the name's escaping me. But they, is it the one they... that had uh, Will and Grace guy in it? Uh, oh, yes. Is it the one and Deborah Pratt was involved with? They they was basically leapt into people at the the time of their deaths. Oh, is it, was it Timeless or is that something else? It was on uh, Amazon, Netflix, I believe. Netflix. And it had Eric McCormick in it. Yeah. See, this is why we have editing as well, but I'm not editing any of this out. <laughs> but was that... Were they well, I, I just I found that Journeyman, just a group but Journeyman's not the one no, I'm thinking of. No, that sucked. I thought Journeyman <laughs> was okay, but that's... Uh, yeah. I think um, <clears throat> part, part of the thing with Quantum Leap... Uh, that is really appealing is kind of the fact that Sam is on Travelers. his own. Travelers. Yeah, I mean, that's like it. he's got Alf with him, but like, he's, I said, I, I said Al, and then Alf came out. <laughs> I was going to say he's got Alf. I'll be very happy out. if that happens. <laughs> but sometimes also <laughs> Al is there, and um, <laughs> so he's. <laughs> Don't edit it. Um, so he's got Alf helping him out, right? But otherwise, he's a hologram that eats cats. So. <laughs> I think if you have a team, there's less of that kind of lost on your own kind of nature, and and I wouldn't really want it spread out too thin with an ensemble. Like I, I did like that it was kind of a two man show, but they did yeah. they managed that well in Travelers. I think there was there was still quite a a good fish out of water situation going on, um, but yeah, I don't know. I I just I would like to see it changed up a fair bit. Yeah, well, just listen, to avoid we can comparison. Speculate. Uh, 
Um, there's it, going to be an inevitable comparison. I know. I know. You know, and we're going to be we're going to be the worst when it comes to that. I mean, that's yeah. going to be basically I, as as the this is the best news for the freaking podcast too. I'm sorry, we're poised now to explode because <laughs> if this thing comes back and it's any kind of hit, who are they going to be looking for to talk about it? Us. So we're gonna be the source of all the quantum leap news. <laughs> we're gonna be in on the ground floor, baby. Ground floor. <laughs> they all laughed at us. <laughs> you have a quantum leap podcast in the year 2022. Well, look who's laughing now. <laughs> all the way to the bank. <laughs> still, still them. Still them. I feel. <laughs> Can we agree, though, in the new show, can we not have Scott Bakula play his dad again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a deal breaker. I won't watch it unless that's like it should be written still, to the Still contract. with a bunch of makeup on, even though he's his dad's age now, we have to put some, some prosthetics on him and the bad accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have to do, you know, I was re-listening to the other day our podcast on Diaper Monkey, and we were talking about how we were going to bring the show back just to do a follow-up to that episode. Now the dream becomes reality. <laughs> Diaper Monkey Part Two. It's coming. Yes. And CGI has advanced to the point where you can see now the mirror shot where the monkey is giving a karate kick, like a roundhouse <laughs> kick, to knock out the scientist. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's it. I'm happy. All the possibilities. I, I wasn't too sure about this idea of a reboot, but now, now it's good. It's fine. Every week, a different animal. It's Quantum Leap, but with animals. Right, they can do the baby leap now. No. They can do the the dog <laughs> leap, or didn't they want to do a dog leap or something? Yeah, I think that was a thought. Yeah. Everything. Mm. They could do the ghost so, leap. All the ones they didn't want, they didn't get to do the animated leap. Yep, they can just throw everything against the wall now. Now this is assuming that there's only going to be one Quantum Leap spinoff. If they go all Star Trek on our asses, they could be multiple Quantum Leap spinoffs, <laughs> depending on how popular this one yeah, is. Yeah, but like, what's the what, how? I don't how, know. Yeah, this how is, do you do that? Like, it's those geniuses in suits over at the studio. Why are you doing more than one? I, I listen. I'm just saying. You know. Yeah, but it's like, every, he, everything's about franchising now. They, so they have, there's going to be have another another Jimmy episode that everyone loves and everyone gets attached to, and they just go, "Hey, right, let's just have a, a mini series about the Lamata family." No, no time travel. No, they'll just <laughs> do like, that. They'll do spin-offs out of every episode. Come the Lamatas. <laughs> <laughs> is this before or after the evil leaper destroyed their lives yeah what, what are we talking about this isn't gonna it have could either continuity be a from the original no, show it's all gonna be stuff drama. like this for a niche audience of us like we're gonna be like yeah this is great we're like why, are, why are they i meant some, something like that like they, they have a, a classic episode in the new series that everyone loves and they do a spin-off based on that Listen, if if they Russell do like T. Davies, a bad backdoor pilot in the show, yeah. And, yeah. Like an if Russell Earth T. Davies can create like a whole universe around the Doctor, I yeah. mean, he's gonna. Well, you're gonna have a maybe more Torchwood. They had Sarah Jane. They'll probably have a unit show. They're gonna have you yeah. Know, but I they're... feel like that those those are based less around the concept and more like kind of peripheral people. Quantum Leap is very much about the leaping. What do you, what do you make the other plots about? Yeah. Again, you get those those executives are very high paid and very creative uh, in their power suits over <laughs> in uh, in Paramount Wearables, NBC Universal, who's producing this. If they can milk this for any kind of money that they see, they will. So, if this is successful, you will see some kind of 
spin off some kind of expanded universe property. I, All right. I, I you know, it's just that's that's the that is now the era that we live in. Is Maybe this franchise, will just be franchise, like, franchise. It'll just be like Walking Dead, and I guess the Stargate ones, which I never saw, where they'll, they'll just be like, "All right, there's other projects elsewhere," and all the NCISs. They'll just be like a Quantum Leap New right. Orleans, and <laughs> oh my god, Quantum Leap New Orleans. That's where Scott Bakula is going to show up. He's like, yeah. "My time has come." <laughs> that's right. That's I've got right. The accent ready. well yeah so they could have like a spinoff at the evil leaper project right they could have a spinoff then you you uh, go into the very cynical if you did an evil leaper focused project that would be extremely dark like you that wouldn't that would be the opposite of the different flavor right you're saying how do you differentiate once went right Exactly, and then maybe like webisodes. Have, they'll have maybe like webisodes based on these like things. Once, <laughs> once a season crossover between the two shows where yeah. where forces collide. I don't know. I don't know. This is uh, absolutely ridiculous. I'll ha- I'll be happy if we just see the pilot. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, we're series. going off in all these different directions. Um, I'm I'm excited to see where they go with this. Right now, like it's it's. The possibilities are endless because there's not yeah. really much that's confirmed and anything that they've said they could change their minds about as they're developing it. So we'll see. For sure. Well, whatever happens, however it all shakes out, we will be here tracking all of it. Uh, not only that, but all of the reboot news going forward. We will be bringing you regular updates on the show as they arise. We will also be doing special episodes like this, as warranted, uh, depending on what gets announced when and who gets to be attached. And rest assured, we will be your one-stop shop for all things Quantum Leap, Quantum Leap Classic, and Quantum Leap Reboot, or sequel or reboot quill or whatever the hell they do with it you will be hearing about it right here on the quantum leap podcast and thank you everyone for listening i cannot wait this is just (laughs) so exciting so (laughs) exciting uh until we get the next update i have been christopher d philippus i've been allison pregler and i've been matt dale and we will see you next time, and the time after that, and the time after that, because <gasps> the future, it's a just beginning, folks. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Quantum Leap podcast, hosted by Allison, Matt, and Chris, with voice talent and contributions from Hayden McQueenie and Zoe Dean. Visit us at quantumleappodcast.com. To support the show, please go to patreon.com slash quantumleappodcast. The executive producer of the Quantum Leap podcast is Albert Burge. Christopher D. Philippus and Hayden McQueenie are the co-executive producers. Morgan Felden and Charles Allen Gossard are the producers. The thoughts expressed on this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent those of the Quantum Leap podcast, its partners, or affiliates. The Quantum Leap universe and all it contains is the property of Belisarius Productions and Universal Television. The Quantum Leap podcast is not affiliated with Belisarius Productions or Universal Television, and no copyright infringement is intended. Please visit barrenspace.com for this and other amazing content. The Quantum Leap Podcast is a Barren Space production.